1: Transcribed, starring Brian Dunlady, as Steve Mitchell. Yeah, danger is my assignment. I get sent to a lot of places I can't even pronounce. They all spell the same thing, no trouble, but... When I walk into the commissioner's office, I don't realize that this assignment's going to wind up with my life getting saved because somebody drops a bomb on me. Morning, Commissioner. You sent to me? Steve, the flying Fenway's are in trouble. The flying Fenways sounds like Jack. Frank and Lenny Fenway, ex-American Army flyers. They settled down in India after the war and opened up an airline. One of them, Lenny, disappeared in Tibet two weeks ago with the company's only plane. They are in trouble. Go on, Commissioner. He was carrying a passenger at the time, a Chinese nationalist agent named Sin. The agent was sent from Formosa to contact certain tribes in Tibet, resistance groups still holding out against the new order in China. You know, if somebody could organize them, they would be a lot of help to Shanghai Shet. That's why the agent was sent? That's right. The nationalists also planned airdrops there to supply the tribes with arms and ammunition and other equipment. And you say Fenway flew the agent to Tibet and hasn't been heard of since? Any word from Tyson? Yes, a caravan from Tibet picked him up two days ago and brought him into Kashmir last night, more dead than alive. He's in a coma at the hospital in Srinagar. Hasn't been able to tell us what happened to Fenway. Uh, look, Commissioner, if he'd been captured, we'd have heard a propaganda broadcast about it. Yes, they certainly have accused Fenway of being an American spy and made a big thing out of it. Get over there, Steve. See what information you can get out of the agent Tyson? Find Lenny Fenway and get him out of Tibet before he falls into the wrong hands. Well, that's it. You get your assignment. Good luck. The National Broadcasting Company is presenting Dangerous Assignment, starring Brian Donlevy in the role of Steve Mitchell, colorful two-fisted government agent. At all those places of the world where danger and intrigue walk hand in hand, there you will find Steve Mitchell on another dangerous assignment. Magnificent musical entertainment is yours for the darling every Monday evening on the NBC radio network. Listen on most NBC stations to these great programs. The Railroad Hour with singing star Gordon McRae and guest artists from gym's Hall of Fame. The Voice of Firestone, featuring Harg Barlow and the Firestone Orchestra and Chorus, in the melodies you enjoy hearing. The telephone hour with the music of Donald Voorhees and the Bell Symphonic Orchestra. And, of course, the Dinah Shore Show, NBC's new Monday night program special starring America's favorite songbird, Miss Dinah Shore. Yes, every Monday night, listen to the best musical entertainment on this NBC station. Got my assignment, all I have to do is find an ex-U.S. Army flyer named Lenny Fenway, who disappeared in Tibet. Sounds like a cinch. Yeah, somewhere in China's backyard. Over 400,000 square miles of it. It's late Monday afternoon when my plane lands in Kashmir. I hustle over to the hospital, hoping the Nationalist agent, Tai Seng, has recovered consciousness and I can get a lead from him. But he hasn't. So I wander out to the waiting room. There I run into Frank Fenway, the missing flyer's brother. I told the colonel all I know about this. The colonel? Yeah, Colonel Yi. He flew in from Formosa this morning. He's with Nationalist Intelligence. He really gave me the old third degree. I mean, the guy suspects Lenny and I pulled some sort of a double cross. Why should he think that? That beats me. This kid doesn't trust anybody. How did you and your brother get involved with Tai thing, anyway? Oh, he's an old friend of ours. We met him in China during the war. About a month ago, he walked into our office in New Delhi. He said he had a little business to toss our way, if we were interested. And you were, huh? He wanted us to fly him here to Syringar first and then over to a small village in Tibet. Why Syringar? I had to pick up some radio equipment he was to take with him to Tibet. That's how he was going to keep in touch with the shop here. What's that? Service place. It's sort of a nationalist headquarters. Mm -hmm. This colonel you spoke to, where is he now? He's over at the shop, I guess. Why? I'd like to have a talk with him. (laughs) We pull up in front of a small shop on a crowded side street. I show my credentials to the clerk, and he takes us to a small back room where we find Colonel Yee pacing the floor nervously. Nearby, a radio operator is fiddling with his set, but always getting a static. The possibility that we will hear from the missing flyer is remote, gentlemen. Still, Still there's no harm in keeping an open circuit. What are your plans, Colonel Yee? Well, at the moment, Mr. Litchfield, my hands are tied. I could contact Formosa, tell them to begin the airdrop operation, but I. Wait a minute. How do you know where the stuff is to be dropped? Tyson was supposed to pick out the locations. You couldn't have talked with him. I did not have to. Yes. Look at this, Mr. Hey, a map. Where'd you get this? It? it was found in the lining of Tyson's coat. Wait a minute. These pencil marks, circles here, here. Could oh. they be the locations Tyson picked out? I think so, yes. But you can't be sure until Tyson regains consciousness and you verified it with him, huh? Eh? And then your troubles are over? Uh, not quite. There is still your American flyer Lenny Fenway to be found It is most important. To my government, yeah. Because if we don't find him, he'd be a perfect pigeon for some phony propaganda. But how does he affect your operation? He represents a very serious threat to the success of our mission. Oh, now, wait a minute, G. Take it easy, Frank. What are you driving at, Colonel? Uh, Mr. Fenway, your brother may know of this map, The locations where the airdrops are to be made. How could he know? First... Let me inform you that your brother's plane has been found. What? When did this happen, sir? I learned of it only this morning when I questioned members of the caravan. The men who brought Tyson here. One of the men had heard from a villager at Sanjitau that a plane was found abandoned near there ten days ago. A crash? No, apparently engine trouble had developed. A forced landing was necessary. Oh, well, that's a relief. He must be still alive, then. You will not be happy to learn that the plane has been contested a hostile troop. I don't care about that. I'm more interested in Lenny. Yeah. What makes you think he knows about this map? I am assuming that Mr. Fenway's brother accompanied Tyson on his journey to contact the various tribal chiefs. And being old friends, they might have discussed the location of the airdrops, huh? Well, I am assuming further that the two men were making their way back here when they ran into trouble. Soldiers, perhaps. If Tyson got away, perhaps your brother, Mr. Fenway, did not. So, if Fenway was captured. If affair uh, would be kept quiet while they put the pressure on him to try and make him talk. Exactly, Mr. Now, uh, should my government go ahead with our plans, we might drop much-needed supplies and equipment into enemy hands. Yeah. So what happens now? Let's have a look at that map again, Colonel. Yes. Where'd the caravan pick up hiking? Right here in the north, not far from the Sintian province border. Mm-hmm. Good places any to start looking, don't you think, Colonel? Look, well, if you guys are going hunting for Lenny, you can count me in. Well, we'll need a plan to get us up there and... Oh, wait a minute. You're out of business, Frank, remember? No plan. I'm back in. I hocked everything I could get my hands on and made a down payment on another crate yesterday. I was planning on going out and look for Lenny on my own. All right. You've got a couple of customers. It's a deal. And this time, gents, the trip is on the house. Saturday after nightfall, Colonel Yee and I board the plane. Frank Fenway guns it down the runway, and we're airborne, heading due east over the towering peaks of the Homaria Range. It's a bright moon out, and it's going to make it easy for us to spot a place to land, but hard to do so unnoticed. About two hours later, we're approaching our destination along narrow strip of plateau high in the mountains. Fenway makes a low pass over the area, circles, and comes in for a landing. Really that direction, isn't it? Well, yes. We cannot see it from here, but it is not far away. I am certain we can contact members of the tribe. Uh, come on, Colonel. Let's get our gear ready. Yes. I'll pack the radio equipment. <laughs> can you manage
2: the rest of the stuff? Okay, you guys, go in. I'll
1: get the door. Get uh, down. I'll hand this to you.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, let's have it. Here. Here you are. Oh, I got it. Okay. A man. Now we're all set. Get up front and move this straight out of here on the double. Okay, in cover. We'll need it. You ready, Phil? Ready? I have everything, I think. Yeah, let's head for the rocks over there. All right. Well, so far, so good, Carol.
2: Over here, Mr. Mitchell.
1: About a good spot. We can keep under cover among these rocks here for a while and see if our landing has stirred up any interest. Oh, uh, in this moonlight, Mr. Mitchell, I do not think our arrival has gone unnoticed. All right, you are, Colonel. Look, over there. What, well, men on horseback. Yeah, a dozen of them at least, and they're headed this way. Uh, uh, quickly, let us make back. What do you make of them, Colonel? I do not think they are trifling. No, I'm certain they are not soldiers. It's a tool. Oh, great. Here, behind the door. Hey, they're looking around. Probably figure the plane might have dumped something. Yes. I do not think they will come up here. They're moving on. They are headed for the village. Yeah, which means we have to change our plans. Oh, yes. The tribesmen there will certainly be warned of the patrol's approach we so will move back into the mountains. We could attempt to signal them up there. Why not? Let's give it a whirl, Colonel. Mm-hmm. The Colonel and I drag out our flashlights and start blinking them towards the mountains. This goes on for half an hour, and then we get an answer. The slight blinking on and off, in the distance we pack our gear and head for it. The light doesn't seem to be more than a mile away, but... Distances are deceiving up here, and it's almost dawn before we arrive at the tribal chief's camp. We're given a chance, and while the colonel goes off to confer with the chief, I set up the radio. w 6 c
2: Mitchell.
1: W-6-C-3-2 calling Steve Mitchell. Hey, Mitchell here. W-6-C-3-2. Matthew Fenway? Yeah. you along? Sure. What's up? Did Tyson come to you? are in a jam. The colonel's here with the phone. What? Police here enshrined, I found the real
2: colonel, G and I, the dog, been murdered. Oh, great.
1: look, Fenway, you better... Go on, Steve, what is it? Steve, can you hear me? What's wrong? What's what is wrong, wrong but I don't think I can explain to Fenway, not with a cold uh, muzzle uh, of an automatic at the back of my head, uh, and an arm reaches uh, over my shoulder. Sorry, Mr. Mitchell. You came back just a little too soon, uh, but... now you find yourself in a rather awkward position, Do you not, Mr. Mitchell? You're not on too healthy ground yourself. What happens if the chief and his tribe find out that you're a phony? (laughs) There is no chief, and these men belong to no tribe. They are soldiers under my command. And you, Mr. Mitchell, are my prisoners. The will continue his dangerous assignment in just a moment. Last year, thousands of Americans who tried to get away with carelessness on the highway were killed or permanently injured in traffic accidents. Unless you're meticulous in your observance of the rules of highway safety, you and your family are vulnerable to the menace of traffic accidents. So heed the advice of America's professional truck drivers who are taught to drive ahead of themselves. Learn and obey traffic signals and signs. Every motor should be alert and careful every moment behind the wheel. Don't think for a moment that accidents always happen to the other fellow. They can and may happen to you. And remember, folks, it doesn't take much effort to give hand signals, to dim lights, to look around carefully before driving out of a parking lot, or to slow up at intersections. Just acts of common courtesy can make the difference between accident trouble and safe motoring. So remember, observe traffic signals and signs, Drive ahead of yourself. Now, back to Burnsville, the Don, Sam Dunleavy as Steve Little. Yes, Mr. Little. You are my Christmas. You're not uh, in such a good spot yourself, you, or oh, whatever your name is. <laughs> and why now. Because the nice, nice boys back in prison, they know they're a phony. Oh, that is not important. What they do not know is that you are my prisoner. I mean, when you broadcast to them at the time I will designate, they will be convinced that everything is in order. I see. I go on the air, but you write the script. <laughs> exactly. You see, my troops in this area are quite seriously short of supplies at present. We will gratefully accept anything our friends the nationalists care, to donate by way of policy drops, and you will, of course, get the signal over the radio for the drops to take place. I've got it. What is it? You see that? Yeah, it looks like trouble for you and your boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful
2: sign.
1: <laughs> the phone center squad divided the tents through the engine type box and made it down to a start with guns. There were two drives alone around trying to a shot, but one of them let the target out of himself. I died for the other one in <laughs> then had to the shotgun. Suddenly, a drink with a pound of guns popped into the tents. Wait, John! Yeah, where is it? I'll do the front. I have trouble with you. I'll try it. I don't need any urchin who hustles me outside and gives me a horse. His men no, are no, waiting, about a dozen of really them. The whole raid's been beautifully organized, and we're away without a scratch. Two hours later, we're winding up the mountain trail. Well, go out uh, to the stage, which we headquarters. Then you'll find a man from Palestine. Yes. There is are one of the resistance leaders. Okay. Yes. Each of us need our own time. I still haven't figured out how we knew I was doing like my business i going to tell you his might come look for him. He's just came. Last night, he's just came <laughs> Oh, so those no men on horseback last night are your boys? You have me convinced that they were saving. Now, i calling you and find out what happened. Hold it. Okay. Enemy came. They're coming in low. are going to make a pass out of their body, are they? No. they this. He's Why do you know that? We'll probably be standing some dark, and this legs won't cover us in the other direction. By that time, we'll be on bending finger. Come! We found a long affair and around the <laughs> bend. Before the train could make it turn. we wound up farther and farther into the mountain. Half an hour later, we'd be headquarters, at the near the ridge. There, I found the missing pilot on the finger with a bandage on his left arm we got it when we were ambushed. What happened, Roddy? Well, as you know, the National Feature and Kai Singh hired me to fly in from Kashmir so he could make the rounds of the side resistance leaders and line up locations for the cartoon drops of supplies and ammo. Yeah. Well uh, we ran our way back when we had engine trouble, fourth landed. He abandoned the plane and started heading for the border on foot. we ran really into a patrol and we sure did. I got separated from Tyson and got a slug in my arm. I went around lost a couple of days. Then Stern and his boys found me and brought me here. Everything was set and dropped? What do you mean? we well, are supposed to start Thursday. That's tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tyson told me it was very important that the whole timetable if the drop take place on schedule. If yes, they can. Why not? Because that corner of you has Tyson's map. He knows the locations of the drop. His boys will be there waiting. He hasn't seen this map, though. Where'd you get that? Tyson's over to me in case we got separated. These are the ultimate locations for the drop. How do leaders know about them? Hey, if we can get this back across the border, the drop can take place on schedule tomorrow. There's only one hit. It's a two-day trip on horseback. We've got no radio. Oh, great! Hey, what in that? Come on, let's get to the mouth of the cave. Hey, Sam, what's going on? Enemy thing see that look. We have something bomb. we don't have enough troubles as it is. We got to get bombed, too. Hey, look, way down the mountain. Oh, my soldiers! Yes, come and try now. Please, please. Hold it. Only have your binoculars. Yeah, there's a jeep bringing up in their rear. <laughs> what do you know? A little friend, you, and a driver. Come, no time to you. I say there's no time to lose. There's a small radio transmitter in that group. Looks like so. So we are going to cook up a little gag. If it works, we'll get the radio. But if it doesn't, then we don't need the radio. I like one of the other of in the movie. You now I can take off to give you everybody. I mean, I nice stay undercover in the series. There's groups and the group get closer. Suddenly, a things, men you know, take off along the trail and save you... So, facing, the first person leaving the group unprotected, the rest of them, men, come out of hiding inside the Jeep. Oh, The Set the fire and stop the group. You and the driver Pyle, out and drive for cover. When he and I run to the group, drive the transmitter and Bring it back to the cave. All right, Steve, go ahead. Mitchell calling W six C three two. Mitchell calling W six C three two. W six C three two. Go ahead, Mitchell. You better stay
2: with
1: me, Frank. You okay? Go ahead. Is the plane standing by? Yeah, it's up up waiting, waiting, Steve. Thanks, Bob. One hour after sunset. You got it? We're seeing you. Over and out. Friends, boys, I try to keep you streets the building and we get to the rendezvous, right? Right. Let's go. I'm down the the where the to the arrive in time to start a small fire The died in look. Coming around that mountain, too. Yeah, it's fine. Right on schedule, too. Yeah, coming to Orlando. Come on. Yeah, Perhaps it's just about opposite that center of the Yeah. Oh. This guy's so good. What's the matter? Hey, look. Back there on the ridge in the moonlight. Sweet. Yeah. You and the soldiers must have figured out the beachhead. Uh, well, but we'll get this closer getting out of here and then... Come on. We're going to make a yeah. run for it. It looks like it's a plane, the door it off the ground just in time. on, baby. Come on,
2: brother! Hold on, brother! on, on, Oh, yeah, sir? well all right keep the door home That's right. i will get to
1: that map and find after all Yeah. Oh, table, will you yeah you okay. yeah. a whole of you? yeah gone ah 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 a ah 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 is the spice of life, they say, and variety is what we at NBC attempt to give you each Thursday evening. Yes, each Thursday on most NBC stations you'll hear such entertaining programs as the Royal Rogers Show, Father Knows Best, Truth of Consequences, the Judy Garber Show, and Eddie Cantor's Show Business Show. Royal Rogers brings Western song and adventure from the Double R Bar Ranch in Paradise Valley. Later it's time for Father Knows Best with you Robert Young in the title role, and perhaps you'll agree with the thing about which Father Knows Best is trouble. That prevalent act there's always fun for listening when it's time for Robert Glen to star on this station. Robert Edwards brings the truth of consequences, and the action really begins when a contestant misses the question and has to pay the consequences. Beauty can adds to, add to the most environment with hilarious comedy and some songs in her own delightful style. Then other kind brings you to his show business show during his two about his years in the entertainment world. Every Thursday, listen to all these fine shows on most NBC stations. This is Brian Donnery saying, let's not forget to support the American Cancer Society. And be sure to listen to Steve Mitchell's Dangerous Assignment, Netflix. This is the class with Stacy Harris, Sidney Miller, Paul DeBart, and Frank Gristow. This is John Thorne speaking. <laughs> Dangerous Affirmative Dangerous Affirmative Down Brian Leather as Steve Mitchell with Hurt Butterfield as the Commissioner is written by Bob Dreyf and Adrian John Bell and is directed by Bill Kahn. We will meet again next week at the same time and Brian Down starring in the role of Steve Mitchell will embark on another transcribed Dangerous
2: Affirmative